The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's Saturday, and I'm Andy Brownell, and that means it's time to chat with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? I am doing okay. Doing well. Lo- are you loving this uh, spring December yep. weather? <laughs> I can't believe this. You know, I'm probably the happiest person in Minnesota right now. I don't do the do many of the Minnesota winter sports, so no snow is wonderful. You know what? I love winter, but I am still just fine with no snow, especially right now, because everybody's loading up their car. You know, like even going to the grocery store, getting a bunch of groceries for the holidays or going grocery or Christmas shopping and putting a bunch of toys or presents in your car, the loading up and unloading when you can do that. And it's like 45 degrees outside. Right. What a treat. And then so many people, of course, are traveling. And if they don't have to travel in bad weather, it's really good. So I think it's all just fine. And everybody's like, oh, but we have to have snow for Christmas. Uh, Do we? We'll have plenty of it in January and February and March. And it is not the first time we have had a snowless Christmas here. And you know darn well it will. we won't have snowless. There will be a little. Oh, yeah. We'll get a little bit of white just before Christmas. It seems like it never fails to get just a little bit, and then it'll melt away again. But it's not going to be treacherous for anybody traveling, and that is a good thing. So let's just be those half-glass-full people this morning and look at it that way. I just love it that if I go run an errand, half the time I'm not even wearing a jacket just because I'm in a heated car, and by the time I get into the store, wherever I'm going— I'm only outside for a minute or two. and I know. You know. It's beautiful. The sun is shining. We're Minnesotans. We're tough. <laughs> for sure. I was All in right. Vail recently, and it was 30 degrees and just gorgeous for skiing and lots of snow. But my brother joined us, and he's from Florida. And he's like, oh, my God, it's freezing. <laughs> so it's all relative. It really, really sort is. Sort of like those interest rates, you know? Oh, my They're, gosh. That's relative, too, because when we were watching um, – we were watching this forecast the other day, and we were watching Brian Buffini do his his bold predictions. And he's really good. He's a real estate guru. He's been a realtor for a long time. He owns one of the most successful real estate coaching um, businesses out there. And he teams up with Lawrence Yun, who is the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors, and they do these bold predictions where they talk about what's coming. And he played a little clip from, I don't remember what year he said it was, 1983 maybe. Anyway, they talked about the interest rates dropping and they're going to drop below 15%. (laughs) And you should jump now because we'll never see them below 10% ever, ever again. I remember those days. And that's when everybody thought 15% was something to get excited about. So, you know, it's just right now we're sitting, I mean, rates are going down. It's everywhere. Everybody knows the feds are not going to raise the interest rate and the mortgage rates will probably drop even though the feds don't drop this time around. 
But according to Lawrence Yun and Brian Buffini, we will see drop after drop after drop. And they're both predicting that by mid-2024, we'll be sitting at around 5.5%. Now, of course, I'm just relaying a message. I'm not right. making any promises, but that's what they predict, and they're pretty smart guys. And they even went on to get a little bolder and say, probably hovering close to 5% by the end of 2024. Well, I remember when rates were down to 3%, and then when they went up to 5 everybody thought, oh, darn it, they're 5%. And now that we've been sitting in the high sixes and even seven, people are like, 5%? Sounds amazing. It's almost like 40-degree weather in December. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so the bottom line is what goes up does come down. You yes. know, rates are very, very cyclical in the history of time. They've gone up, they've come down. They've gone up, they've come down. Now they're up. They're going to come down. Life and is good, go, guys. And at some point, they'll go up again. And at some point, they'll go up again. Sort of like my weight, darn it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> up and down, up and down. Well, everybody feels, at least today, a little wealthier as well if they have a 401k or any investments on Wall Street. Right. Because the announcement by the Federal Reserve that, you know, they're holding off on cuts and or holding off on any increases and hinting that cuts early next year uh, sent stocks going way up. Right. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. Time to start. To, it's time to start looking if you're not looking, right? And right, not to mention, you know, we've talked about this quite a few times, but it's definitely worth bringing up again. Most homeowners are sitting with a lot of equity. A third of homeowners in the, in America own their house outright. One third, thirty percent. Okay, thirty three percent. And um, another third owns more of the house than they owe. Okay, so right. they're sitting with more than 50% equity. And then it's just the last third, only one third of homeowners who actually owe more than they own on their home. So we're sitting in a really good position. You know, the average homeowner sitting with $160,000 worth of equity in their home. So when you take all things into consideration, people are looking to move up or maybe even looking to move down, but have sat still because of the interest rate, if they look at the wealth that they have in their home and the fact that they'll be able to borrow less and now the rates are, you know, coming down a little bit, it is most definitely the time to get excited and get out there and do it now. Don't wait until June when everybody else does it because guess what's going to happen then? A lot more buyers in the market. A lot more buyers in the market, a lot more offers on the same property, and we're going to start going crazy with our bidding again. So <laughs> it is the time, guys. Not a better time to get out and buy and sell. And we pointed out before you have uh, that you're not locked into this rate at what it is now. If the rates do drop to 5% by the end of next year, refinance. Exactly. Refinance. You marry the house, you date the rate. Yep. You find the house you love and you go for it. And when a better rate comes along, you ditch the one you got and you get the new one. It's really, really, it's, I mean, it's just smart business is what it is. And you think uh, you were talking about all of that uh, equity that people have in their properties and some owning outright and many over 50%. And speaking of those are 50%, 
use that as a down payment on right. the next step up in homes and exactly. then calculate out what your payments are going to be, I think you're going to, going to have a smile on your face. You're absolutely right. You're so smart, Andy. You're so smart. Uh, That's exactly right. I'm just getting old. I don't know if it's smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, Accumulated knowledge lot. over time. Yes, exactly. That's one great thing about getting older. We do learn as we go, don't we? Uh, hopefully we do, yes. <laughs> well, and I look at the one-third who uh, owe more than they have in equity. They are likely the folks who got in during the pandemic and were first-time homebuyers who have Absolutely. this fantastic rate, so they're smiling too. Absolutely. They're not worried because their rates are their rates are very low. You're absolutely right. So we're in a good spot. We're definitely forward, in a yes. good spot. Yep. Well, that's a, a positive message as we get darn close to the end of this year. It's always it's... nice to end things on a high note. <laughs> nice weather, no snow, good forecast for the real estate market. Lots of good things. I I guess the only thing I could ask for is to win the Powerball. Well, I can't help you with that, but I can well, send you good vibes. I got to buy a thoughts. ticket. I'd have to actually buy a ticket to win it. Yeah, you would. You would. <laughs> that, that I can tell you for sure. That's a good All right. One. Well, Robin, we'll take a quick break. We'll return okay. in a moment. We're talking with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results, on News Talk 1340, KROC AM at 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everyone. Saturday morning with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Um, Robin, I know once in a while you like to recommend some local businesses to our, our listening audience. And you were telling me during the break that you have one near the top of your list right now. You know, I have to say, I don't take that lightly. Have you ever, uh, been asked to be part of a BNI group? Uh, I have, but I have not joined one. Okay. So I joined one once and I thought, no, wait a minute. These people want me to recommend them just because I meet them for coffee, you know, whatever. So it's like you only can have one this and one that. So, you know, it's like one dentist, one attorney, one realtor, one. And I thought, I don't, I have no idea if this person's a good dentist. I have no idea if this person's a good attorney. I can't know that just from meeting them for coffee. So, I thought, no, this isn't for me. For me, I'm the kind of person that I have to have a really good experience with somebody before I can recommend them. Sure. And I have to say that when it comes to moving, I cannot say enough good things about two men in a truck. And as a realtor, you can imagine I get a lot of people who ask me for recommendations for movers. And there are others that I would certainly recommend as well. But when somebody just wows me the way they have and takes such great care of my customers the way they have, like it's so nice when people say, my furniture didn't get all nicked up. It didn't get scratched. It's almost like a given now, you know, when you move that your stuff gets trashed. And that, that's I so hear, sad. I hear horror stories. 
Yes, yes, it's terrible. So I've had so many, and I mean, they've moved me. They've moved things from storage to my house, from my house to storage, from, um, you know, staging things from one place to another. So I've used them personally and have always been thrilled, but I recommend them often. And I have clients pick up the phone and call me and say, oh my gosh, those movers that you recommended were fantastic. So when I hear that, I just have to spread the word. So, and they do things that some people might not know that they do. So they will actually come in and pack you. You know, they won't just put the stuff in the truck. You think you hear two men in a truck. It sounds like, okay, here we are. We pick it up. We put it in the truck. We move it. But they'll actually come in and pack your house up. And then even if you're not moving, if you, um, let's say you have some big items that you want to donate, call them and they'll come and get those things and haul them for you to the donation place. Or even if you have like the junk beyond service, you know, where you have stuff that has to go to the dump, they'll even do that. So they've got the muscles, they've got the personality, they've got the trucks. And I say take advantage of that great local company because they do fantastic work. And from my own experience, my daughter, when she moved up to Duluth, they moved from an apartment to another apartment initially, um, they used them and they did a fantastic job all the way up to Duluth. Yeah, great. They're just, they're very accommodating, very, very accommodating. Um, I one time had a client, this is a true story. She had a jute box in her house and I was over there and I said, oh my gosh, this jute box brings back childhood memories. It looks exactly like the one my parents had in their restaurant when I was a kid. And she goes, oh, that's so awesome. Well, I get a call one day saying, Robin, we have a delivery for you. This is two men in a truck. And I'm thinking, what in the world is coming in two <laughs> men in a truck? Well, she decided to gift me her jukebox. Oh, wow. And these guys loaded it up and drove it over and brought it into my house and, you know, put it right where I needed it. And just, I don't know, so friendly, so over the top, just very, very good guys. And those jukeboxes tend to be heavy. Oh, wow. And also very, very sensitive heavy. too. Yeah. So I just recently um, re-gifted it because never used it. You know, it's just, it's it was really cool and I really liked it, but it takes up space. And now with music on our phones and our tiny little speakers and you know it's just kind of a <laughs> obsolete thing but I have a friend who has like a party shed and she had one that actually broke and she was so sad and she said you don't know anybody who could fix this jukebox and I'm like no but do I have a deal for you <laughs> it's been taking up space in my house mm-hmm. I so I told her to call two men in a truck and have them move it from my house to her house And that took care of it. And that took care of it. Yeah, so, actually, yeah, it's, I it's, have a similar situation. I had a jukebox gifted to me as well. But I, we actually use it. I did use it, and I did like it. But I couldn't weigh, you know, I'm a little bit of a minimalist as far as stuff sitting <laughs> around. So I couldn't weigh the having it take up the space for the few times that I used it. Oh, yeah, I understand. Completely. She would use it more and get more enjoyment out of it, so it just made sense. Well, yeah, you have to have the space. and I mean, I probably had it for three or four years, so oh, I, did, I yeah. did enjoy it. 
Anyway, speaking of space, it's that time of the year where people are digging through closets and getting out Christmas decorations oh, and finding all kinds of other things. And you know what I say, if you don't need it, box it up and get rid of it. And you said you just finished up de decorating your house last week. I did. And I got rid of a lot of stuff in the process. I, as a matter of fact, I got rid of a tree and a whole bunch of ornaments and um, I took it to somebody's house who didn't have a tree and set it up for them and decorated it and put the lights on it. And it was all extra stuff that I had. So it was, it was a great feeling because now it's theirs to store, and <laughs> theirs to worry about. <laughs> but yet it was, it'll serve a purpose well there. And one more thing out of my storage. So your, your advice is always to stay ahead of it. Honestly, because you know what? Otherwise, people are going to get to be to the age where you have to move. Now you've been in your house 20, 30 years and you've got all that, all those years worth of stuff. And most most times it's the kids that get tasked with getting rid of the stuff. Even if the parents are still alive, they're usually not you know, in the physical shape to do it. It's a lot of work. And Andy, as you and I have mentioned before our kids don't want the stuff no they're like uh do i want that old rocking chair that was grandma's no i really don't mom it's old it's ugly i don't want it <laughs> <laughs> but it's sentimental yeah they don't really have that gene i always laugh with that show on the history channel american pickers yeah it's not it, it, it's more, i don't know if i laugh it's almost tragic that most of the time it's the parent had passed away and the parent was, you know, a hoarder essentially, right. Right. but they have all this stuff and, and the, the kids are left not knowing what to do about it. Right. They think some of it's worth some money, but most times it's not. Right. Yeah. I just, um, well, you know, I've gotten rid of so much stuff since my parents have passed away. And it's hard because some of it is good stuff that somebody could use. So I try to donate that. Right. It's just a lot of work. You know, you fill the truck up or you fill the car up and you go to Savers. They're very good there, too. I'll I'll give a shout out to Savers as well. Because if you have stuff to donate, you pull up, they help you unload it, they sort it. They're pretty darn quick, always friendly. And boy, you're on your way in no time. And it feels good to know that maybe somebody can actually get some use out of that thing or those things. Yes, you declutter. Is that the phrase everybody uses now, decluttering their homes? Declutter, declutter, declutter. Okay. Make sure that everything has a space. Keep it in its place. And if you if you say, hey, Robin, can you grab me your scissors or can you grab me your scotch tape or do you have a measuring tape or do you have a hammer? You should know right where those things are. <laughs> and when you're done using them, they should go right back to that place. I am saying no to the junk drawer. No junk drawers. Well, I, I have... still have two. I have one in my laundry room and I have one in my kitchen, but that's on my list. I'm getting rid of junk drawers. Don't need them because that's general... exactly what they're full of. My general rule of thumb, if I haven't seen the thing and I haven't thought of the thing in a year, I obviously don't need it. There you go. There you go. Get it right. cleared up and ready. So when you decide it's time to put my house on the market, you're not going to be tasked with, with this 
huge job of going through all these things and get ridding, getting rid of all these things. Just do it as you go. Yep. Good advice, Robin. We have to take our break. Come back in a moment with more Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax results. Saturday morning on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everyone. Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. And uh, Robin, I saw on Facebook, you had a huge crowd for the movie morning. We did. We had like 189 people, which was amazing. And again, you know, not to beat a dead horse, but this weather certainly plays (laughs) a factor when they don't have to bundle them up and take them out in the snow and whatever and don't have to worry about the roads. It's easier to get there. But yeah, we had 189 people show up. At least half of those were kiddos. Um, A lot of them came in their PJs because it was a 9.45 a.m. movie. It was Trolls. It was the new Trolls movie. Oh, boy, the kids loved it. It was very colorful, very musical. And there was pop and popcorn at 930 in the morning for kids. Boy, I bet those parents had a fun day. Anyway, we had Santa and Mrs. Claus and a photographer and treat bags with some little troll dolls in them and some. Wow. Signature Gwaltney Group sunglasses. The kids always love those and some candy. So, yeah, everybody got pretty spoiled. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a it was a really busy weekend for me last weekend because we had that movie theater. Then I had a community event at my house where we raised um, money and food for the food share and toys and money for the Star of Hope. So it is that season, right, where we give away. And just Friday, we had our giveaway of our three holiday meals. So we always like to do what we can to give back to the community. We never one day of the year forget that we are so extremely successful because of all of our, you know, dedicated and loyal clients and our listeners and followers and everybody that um, relies on us to help them with their transactions. So, you know, definitely a lot to celebrate and we have been celebrating. Celebrating indeed. Well, I imagine, though, when you look at the state of the real estate market over the past year, it's been a been a little bit more difficult to celebrate. You know, it's been really down. And I think on average um, across the nation, I've heard a lot of realtors down 25 percent seems to be the number that I hear. Twenty five percent. I've heard people say as much as 30 to 35 percent down in some markets. Um, I am happy to say that the Gwaltney Group ended 15% down. I mean, I'd rather say we weren't down at all, but the truth is we were 15% down. So the year before, we did $100 million in sales, and this year we did $85 million. So still selling a lot of real estate, and according to what's being predicted for next year, I think those numbers are just going to head back in the other direction. Yep. So um, feeling very grateful and um, definitely still feel like have a lot to celebrate. But let me just uh, end the show, I guess, with some statistics about what is going on in the market. Uh, currently, we have 127 sales pending in the market overall. 
leaving 269 listings still for sale. That's so actually that's pretty 30, good. Yeah, it's a 32% um, ratio. So, you know, what does that mean? Well, a pending ratio indicates the supply and demand of the market, of course. So specifically, a high ratio means that the listings are in demand and quickly going to contract. A low ratio means not enough supply. So, you know, 32% kind of right hanging in the middle there, right? Right. But the 200 and almost 70 listings still available, that's one of the higher numbers I've yeah. seen lately. Ta they're taking a little bit longer to sell. And, um, you know, it doesn't mean they're going to end up selling way below their value or anything like that. It's just taking a little longer to sell. It There's a whole bunch fewer, I mean, a really significant amount fewer sales this year nationwide over last year. So it's just, it is just the way it is. But yeah, the positive side of that is if you're in the market or you're going to jump in, we've got 269 options out there. Yeah. So right. taking a closer look, um, the 200 to 300 price range has a relatively large number of those contracts that are pending. And it also has um, a large number of the properties for sale, 73 of them. So the median list price for all properties in the market today is $369.9. A total of 943 contracts have closed in the last six months with a median sold price of $315,000. So if I break it down, I can tell you that the 200 to 300 price range contains the highest number of sold listings. And alternatively, a total of 123 listings failed to sell in that same period. Now, they may have failed to sell because they were priced too high, or maybe they were inadequate, inadequately marketed, or maybe the property was in poor condition, or sometimes the seller just has second thoughts. And sure. like maybe they're trying to buy something and then the one they wanted has sold. So now they don't want to sell theirs anymore. You know, so there's all different reasons. Absolutely. Um, days on market and cut me off if we're running out of time, but the average listings have been on the market for a median time of 57 days. So in the last six months, a median sold price of 315,011 days on the market. So that, that was good. All those houses that sold, sold on average in 11 days. And the properties in the, this one gets me, and I think it's been the same the last three or four times I've done this report, the 1.3 million to 1.4 million range have sold the quickest. Well, let's face it, when people have the money to buy that kind of a price range, they are not one bit concerned about the interest rate and what it is. Right. So it just makes sense. So median That's, sold price for the last 30 days was 335 with an average days on market of 20. So none of these things sound like anything to no. be afraid of, right? No, no, not at all. They don't seem in a historical sense. They all seem in the normal range. Right. Exactly. So, you know, is it, has it been slower than normal? Yes. Has the market still been good? We can absolutely not complain. And I can only speak to me and my team, but we feel very grateful for our successes for 2023. And seriously, we are really looking forward to even a more successful 2024. As you know, we've brought on some pretty amazing team members this year and they're just getting their feet under them, but boy, they are gonna be running in no time. So it's Fantastic. really been fun to watch. 
All right, Robin, our time is up for today. All right. Well, if anybody wants to talk to me, whether they have a question or you have a house to sell or you're ready to buy a house, please, please, please give me a call. And my cell phone number is 507-259-4926. I always welcome your phone calls. Fantastic. Thanks, Robin. Well, thank you. Talk again next Saturday right here on Newstock 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results.